Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's up? It's Loud and Local. Stay home sessions. And uh, I wish I could have these guys in studio, but, you know, that's how we do things during COVID, not uh, in person. We do things over Zoom, this new reality. So uh, right now, a band from Tacoma called Enumclaw. How's it going, guys? Pretty yeah, good. How are, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing good, man. I'm stoked to have you guys on. You guys have a new EP uh, called Jimbo Demo. It's coming out April 30th on Youth Riot Records from Tacoma. Um, but before we get into everything, why don't we go around the room, starting with LaDaniel. What, uh, tell us what your name is and what you do for Enumclaw. Uh, yeah, my name is LaDaniel uh, Gibson Jr. And um, I play drums for Enumclaw. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I just play drums and uh, help out with arrangements. Yeah, that's pretty much nice. It. Okay, yeah, I'll go next. My name is <clears throat> Aramis, and I play guitar and sing and write songs for Enumclaw. Uh, I'm Nathan. I played bass on the EP, but now I'm doing mostly guitar stuff. Right on. Okay. Well, now that I know you guys uh, and, and we're friendly, at least I got to jump in and ask Enumclaw, but your band's from Tacoma. What's the, what's, are, are you guys familiar with Enumclaw? Did you guys like hang out in Enumclaw? Is it just a random name? What's the uh, origin story of the name? I've never been. <laughs> I can't tell you anything. <laughs> So, um, growing up, I <clears throat> wrestled and, uh, my high school wrestled Enumclaw a lot. Oh, okay. And I always thought the guys like on the Enumclaw wrestling team were really cool and they were kind of like the best. I remember like, like when I was in high school, I think they were one state like three or two times in a row. Okay. And so, yeah, I just always thought Enumclaw was like a cool name and we would go out there sometimes for like wrestling or like football mm -hmm. games and it like it just was so different. Cause I grew up in like Lakewood, like mm -hmm. right outside of Tacoma. And so it was like super different from like Lakewood and Tacoma. And then, so we were actually going to call our band Jimbo. Nice. Um, but uh, we decided not to because of like other reasons. And so when we were looking for a name, I like thought about Enumclaw and they were, they were kind of the best and we want to be the best band. So I thought that could be like a cool name. And then like, it just looks cool and sounds cool. Hey, there you go. You guys can be the champs, man. The state champs. Yeah. I like that. 
I was in wrestling, uh, for just a little bit, but I got to tell you, uh, that is the hardest workout you will ever get. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. That's hardcore. That's hardcore. So, okay. Uh, so you guys, I was kind of getting before the pod, uh, Daniel was kind of giving me a little bit of a rundown of the kind of the origin story and, uh, let's just, uh, let's go through that guys. Like, how did you all meet first off? Um, you know, were you friends from way back or whatnot? And then how did the band start? Mm, I guess for me, it really starts with meeting Aramis a few years back, um, through a mutual friend, uh, at one of his old events, he was throwing these events called toe jam. Oh, and, cool. uh, another friend of ours was like, yo, you gotta meet this guy, Aramis, you know, I think you guys really hit it off. You know, you guys like seem like you're the same kind of dude. So I came through with another friend of mine at the event. I met him. We hung out, and uh, I guess like really ever since then, the guys all kind of always been around. We just kind of since then kind of really clicked. Yeah, I think we both yeah, have the same passion to make it. So yeah, like we have this mutual friend Benji. He's mm-hmm. like been in like all of our music videos so far. But um, he yeah he kept bugging me like you got to meet this guy Ladaniel. You got to meet this guy Ladaniel. Like almost to the point where I was like, who's this guy, Daniel? Like, why do I need to meet this? Yeah, why are you hyping him up so much? Yeah. It was just almost like almost to the point where it was right. annoying me. And then, yeah, he came through the toe jam and he was really cool. And then like me and him and Benji kind of all started hanging out. And then me and Daniel became friends from that. And then I had met Nathan maybe like a year, year and a half before this. Cause I was DJing for um, this rapper Gulavelli in uh, Bougie Man. Shout out Gabe, yeah, yeah, oh, you know, yeah, Gabe. hell yeah, um, man. He used, to to, he used to listen no, to my that. radio show Metal Shop, and he was a little kid, and he yeah, was into Gabe the most movie. brutal hardcore and death metal. And it's so <laughs> tight to see that guy come up like he has. Yeah, I met uh, Gabe right when he had started. Um, like right when he started rapping, right, like I think right either before or after he put out his first like little mixtape. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I was DJing for like Gabe and Bougie and we were kind of starting to like pick up some momentum and mm-hmm. we had played this show um, with Nathan's old band. And then, yeah, me and Nathan met at that band or at that show. And we kind of mm-hmm. just like a scene kind of erupted from that. And then we all kind of would see each other all the time and we're in this really crazy group chat. And then, yeah, we yeah. just kept in touch over time. Nathan, you want to jump in here? Uh, what about it from your perspective? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was just playing shows with my old band and kind of me and this guy, Zane, had like a little bit of a, like a small like tape label going on. And cool. yeah, he, Zane, uh, like, I don't know, met Gabe over the internet or something. And then just like booked this random show and, that's where I met like Aramis and everyone. And then we just kind of kept playing shows together. Cause yeah. it was kind of more fun to play with the rappers <laughs> than a lot of the yeah. other bands. And then, um, yeah, just kind of got tight with all those guys and especially Aramis. And we've been kind of like hanging out, like doing stuff like together, or just kind of adjacent of each other. And then, yeah, Aramis was, was basically doing the same thing Benji did to him. Like you got to meet with Daniel. I think you guys would yeah. like hit it off. And then, yeah. When we had this little spot downtown Tacoma to like record stuff, I, 
Aramis just had me pull up and work on the Daniel songs, like play like bass and guitar, whatever, just help with stuff. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just working with him. We played like a few shows and then kind of pivoted to focusing a little more on this project. Nice, man. Well, okay. So, uh, Aramis and, and LaDaniel, you guys started playing instruments around the same time. Well, LaDaniel's pretty good on like the guitar and like synthesizers and programming and all that stuff already. But we both like, he learned how to play drums right around the time I started learning how to play guitar. Killer. Yeah. More of that. Like I didn't, I had, we had, like you said, we kind of got gifted, uh, I'll say gifted the drum set and it was just sitting there and like, after he called, you know, I wasn't planning at all to do anything with him really until he called about making the band. So shout out to him for like inspiring me to get on it uh, and learn it because it's been a fun process over like the last like, little year and a half. And shout out to Bob's Java Jive. LaDaniel was mentioning how that was kind of like yeah. uh, the place where you guys c- came up with this t- final decision to start this band. You guys were doing karaoke. Yeah, yeah we were, we were doing this thing. I got to shout out my guy, Chris Harmon, me and him and like an ex-girlfriend of mine at the time I'd went like to Bob's Java job just on like one random Monday. I hadn't gone there that much up until mm-hmm. this point. I'd gone there maybe like two or three times before this. And yeah, I remember he didn't even want to sing karaoke that night. And then I convinced him and we like sang karaoke that night and had a, a great time. And then, yeah, it was on a Monday. So we just decided to go back every Monday after that. And it was like karaoke Monday and then Nathan and Daniel, cause they were already around started coming out. And, um, yeah, just that whole energy of that time kind of sparked the idea to start the band. And we got Eli up in the mix. Hey, Hey, what's up Eli? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Honestly, he's got the Geico gecko, dude. Do I? Yeah. Oh my God. I like it. It's a good look. I like it. Uh, Eli. Okay. So, um, yeah. Um, what is your name? Well, obviously your name's Eli. And what do you do in Enumclaw? Uh, I play bass. Just kind of hang out. Nice. Okay. Yeah. How did you get, uh, in the fold with the Enumclaw guys? They were kind of already a band and like, I don't know. They had their own thing going on and Aramis just asked me to play bass. And I was like, I don't know how to, but I'm going to learn how to play bass so I can be in a band. It just sounded really fun. And I like got a bass. I got to do it. All right. Nice, dude. I like that. Simple as that, man. And that's cool, dude. It's like, uh, you know, you, I, I did the same thing when I was a lot younger. It did not turn out as cool as Enumclaw does. (laughs) It it was, it did not even equate to a half of what you guys are doing right now. But I will say it is cool to have that, you know, uh, conversation like, Hey, this is the reason I'm going to pick up this instrument, start this band. And then it's awesome. that You guys have, you know, so much momentum going now. Um, but I do have to ask since, um, you were doing karaoke, if we were all in karaoke together and you know, it was COVID safe, it's fine and everything. If what is the song you would choose on the spot right now to sing? If you had to choose one song, uh, the first song that <clears throat> came to my head, I used to love that singing that one Carpenter's song. Um, the big one. Uh, what is it? Man, I can't remember the name of it right now. 
I also used to really go up with uh, Nirvana's aneurysm. Okay. They have right. that on karaoke uh, bobs. And so that was all like a pretty big go-to for me. Nice. Eli, what about you, man? Oh, sorry. LaDaniel, what about you? No, man? you got it. You got it. I was going to say confessions with my usher. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Eli, what about you, man? That's a good one. I've never done karaoke. But I'd probably yeah, be like, hey, there's Delilah. Hey, there's Delilah <laughs> playing YTs. Okay, I like it. And uh, what about you, Nathan? Yeah, um, I mean, I'd probably go either Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn. Okay. Uh, or uh, I like to pull out American Boy by Kanye and Estelle. Oof. Ooh. That's a great one. He also does a really great rendition of Prince's um, what is it? I will always, or I will love you, or what? I would die, die, die for you. I will die for you. I will die for you. Remarkable. That was a good one. That, that one always went up whenever he did that one. It was going crazy. Uh, this might age me and 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 uh, everything, but I'm gonna go. I, I would have to choose uh, "Return of the Mac" by Mark Morrison. That oh, is, that's a that's right. a banger. That's a Every time one. that comes on, yes. it's going up. That guy, man, had that one song and then just dipped. Like, I don't know. It's an incredible song. But... <laughs> Sometimes all you need is one. I know, man. He's probably got so much money from the placement and commercials and, and movies. And yeah, good song, though. Yeah. Um, all right. So, being from a Tacoma band, uh, being from Tacoma, um, how much does the 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 scene and being from Tacoma? How much does that influence you as a musician and as a person? Feel free to jump. Whoever wants to jump in and and uh, tackle that one. I mean, I would say just from an experience alone, uh, I feel like personally, I have like the little brother like chip on my shoulder. Okay, like a lot of people who don't spend time in Tacoma, like most of the things that come to mind when they think of Tacoma are negative and like people don't the aroma of Tacoma. Yeah. People still think it stinks and it doesn't really stink anymore except for sometimes. And like, yeah, people like people in Seattle make it seem like we're like as far away as Portland and it's just like nothing happens here. And like, sometimes it can be boring, but there is like a scene and community Mm -hmm. that stands on its own unassociated from Seattle. So, I mean, I only just, I just moved here in like 2019, mostly because like, like I'm from like Mount Vernon up North and Mm -hmm. just didn't really have much going on and up there anymore and stuff. So just moved down because just kind of met all these people. And I think, I think from, I guess, sort of an outsider perspective, since I didn't grow up here, at least with the art scene, it feels like, and maybe it's just the people I've met, but it feels like kind of like people from Tacoma kind of want each other to win where you don't like get that vibe about like Seattle at all. And Seattle kind of the scene over there is a little dead at the moment. Yeah, there's a lot more like politics in the Seattle scene. I did this party called Toe Jam mm-hmm. and that kind of took off in like 2017, 2018. And yeah, we did a lot of stuff in Seattle and like, yeah, everything's very political in the Seattle scene. And there's definitely some gatekeeping in a way that doesn't really exist in Tacoma. 
Nice, man. Well, that, that's awesome. Like kind of room to grow and some unity. Uh, I, I grew up going to shows and in Tacoma, some of my early favorite, like pop punk shows at a place called club impact down in the, uh, over by the air or the Tacoma dome. And then I would go to a place called the viaduct and real art, a lot of hardcore. Okay. Yeah. The viaduct real art now. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So I, I love Tacoma scene, man. And, and, uh, it's awesome that you guys, that it's continuing. And have you guys noticed that, uh, at least in my friend group, it seems like I have more and more friends moving to Tacoma. It seems like prices are probably going up now that people are moving to Tacoma. Is that a thing or is that just something? In oh mind? yeah. That's no, a thing for sure. I live on like, I don't want to give off my address. No, but I no, live no, no. Really, really close. No, to ahead, I'll tell you it away. <laughs> <laughs> I live really close to MLK and, um, on Hilltop and they're, they just started building like these sky rise apartments and it's just like, damn on, in the middle of Hilltop, there's just about to be these like condos and weird. Yeah. And there's like mm-hmm. somebody down on my street, like drives a range Rover. But then like the other night I, or the other morning I came outside my house and like a homeless person was asleep in front of my like hall or walkway or whatever. And so it's just like, yeah, it's like a, it's in a very big transitional phase for sure. Yeah, down weird. Yeah. yeah, ten minute walk you can get from like the nicest side of town, like the worst side of town. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, like especially right now, you can really just see like gentrification, just like live action. Because like mm-hmm. I only live like a couple blocks from Aramis, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah, there's like these two new like crazy condos over here, and it's like a Range Rover, and you see like. Tesla's rolling through Hilltop all the time, but then there's like this one block where it's just like hella people hanging out with like grills and tents and stuff, and it's just like all just in the same space. And yeah, I mean, there's the new high rises going up. It's just it's very weird, and prices are crazy too. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. I don't know how we got into this, but I just had to ask about the, you know the influence of Tacoma and stuff. But it's interesting to see kind of how the, the the city's changing, even during this time where you know we can't even you know really see each other uh, per se. But yeah, it's interesting. Um, so the album Jimbo Demo coming out April thirtieth. How cool is it to see the amount of like uh, of press you're getting, like Pitchfork? And stuff on your first record that's pretty dope guys like uh it's got to feel pretty cool yeah it's it's been really cool and pretty surprising if i'm being honest mm-hmm. i remember talking to like nathan and Daniel after one band practice right before we put out fast and all and i kind of was like i don't think we should put out any of these songs <laughs> and nathan was kind of mm-hmm. like talked me off the ledge but so yeah it's just very cool to see everybody's reaction to the music nice man all right well let's go into it man this is uh fast and all it's from the jimbo demo uh for on youth right records the band's enum claw anything you guys want to say about this one i think this is a like a bop i i remember the day right. after i wrote it i rode my or, yeah after i wrote it i rode my bike to my friend's house and i was like dude i wrote this song last night like it's gonna be so tight and so yeah it's it's definitely a pretty tight song if you ask me nice all right turn it up right now it's enum claw on loud and local stay home sessions trying to 
it. That was Fast and All. The band is Enoch here on 99.9 KISW, the rock of Seattle, loud and local stay home sessions. Enumclaw from Tacoma. Don't get it mixed up. Uh, these guys are Hilltop, Tacoma band, uh, Northwest. Uh, very, very cool, cool new record. You can, uh, you can pre-order it now, I believe. Is that right? Yes. You can pre-order it on our band camp as well as on youthriotrecords.com is their website, I believe. And yeah, we have cassettes, CDs, and, um, did, you know, the digital copy of course. Yeah. And they make great gifts for your loved ones. Order a few. Yeah. They're very cute. We just got them in, uh, this weekend and they look great. I like that. They're very cute. I like that. Yeah. Those are great. <laughs> uh, okay. So, we're going to go back guys. Uh, so even if it's embarrassing and especially if it's embarrassing, I want to hear what's the first CD you ever purchased with your own money. Ooh, the first CD I ever purchased with my own money. The first CD I remember buying personally is mm-hmm. like, I don't talk about it that much anymore, but I'm like a diehard Drake fan. Okay. And I remember going to Target and buying um, Thank Me Later by Drake. And yeah. I just remember being like, ah, yeah, like I wouldn't be in this band today if it wasn't for Drake. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So we got uh, Enum Claw, the next OVO artist. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> Enum Claw, the first OVO rock band. That would be pretty sick. Right. Eli, what about you? Have you even bought a CD in your life? I don't even know. I mean, you're a pretty young guy. Uh, is that even? I have. I have. And it's okay. like, oh, man, what, what? I think I bought Starboy by the weekend or something okay. like that. Okay. But like, the weekend is tight. But honestly, if I'm going to be real with you, I did buy it just because the two Daft Punk songs on it. Like, nice. Okay. That's just me being for real. R.I.P. Daft Punk, man. Touchy subject, dude. Come on. <laughs> All right, Nathan, let's go with you, man. What was the first CD you ever bought? Man, I don't know. I can remember that far back, but I, I know like a big early one that I remember buying at Best Buy mm-hmm. was um, the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Okay. Pretty All right. One. But still kind of bangs. Teenagers, great song. Did you wear the eyeliner and the like uh, black uh, scene here? Uh, no eyeliner. I did have <laughs> longish hair, but I never dyed it. Oh, okay. Definitely skinny jeans, though. See, I dyed my hair, and that's what happened is I dyed it too much, and then it all fell out. So, I mean, that- Yeah, so I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> LaDaniel, what about you, man? What was your first CD? Uh, um, first one I ever... I can't tell you the first one I ever bought. The first one I ever took, like, stole, though, was nice. uh, the 50 Cent Get Rich or Die Trying. I wanted that poster. It's a fitting CD to steal, dude. I wanted that poster. <laughs> I was like, this is tight. Me and, yeah. my friend, me and my friend Darius went crazy with that one. I weren't a wankster. You, you got that. <laughs> Not at all. No. Had to. I'll take one out more. Um, all right, man. Well, okay, so being a Northwest band, uh, what is your favorite Northwest artist or band of all time? And I'm putting you on the spot so you can take some time and whoever Macklemore. wants to jump in Macklemore. Who's who said that? <laughs> Aramis was definitely going to say Macklemore. Okay. That was right. Aramis. Yeah. Definitely not going to say Macklemore. I was, I personally, oh, Ryan Lewis. 
<laughs> I he love Nirvana. I like know uh, way too much stuff about Nirvana. They're probably okay. my favorite Northwest export. Did you like seeing Kid Cudi wear that uh, dress the other day in in honor of Kurt Cobain? If I'm being honest, I thought it was just like uh, <laughs> okay, all right. You could probably rock it better. I, I, I mean, I see where he was going, but I don't know if he got the whole thing across. Fair enough. So yeah, fair enough. it was a cool idea, but you know, he just didn't look that good in the dress. <laughs> yeah, I think if maybe if he didn't have the like uh, spaghetti straps, it could have been better. Better in theory than in practice. With all that. Yeah. Yeah. With all that money, he's got to find like a tailor or something. <laughs> yeah, look too small. <laughs> maybe he's just too yeah, really <laughs> yeah we're just analyzing kid cuddy's like uh body on on zoom now it's kind of weird but we need uh, like a, a a rapper dress tier list yes. like you know you we got, we got young thug got didn't jaden smith wear a dress young thug was great yeah, yeah young that was great that was, was like really cool. wow I think I, I, I agree. Um, <laughs> so Nirvana for Aramis. Uh, LaDaniel, what about you, man? Favorite Northwest band or artist of all time? Um, I'm going to have to say one of my friends, man. It's going to be Astral Trap. He's a close friend of mine. He makes rap music out here. It's really, really cool stuff. And, uh, shout yeah, out right stuff. now. Yeah, shout out to him, man. That's like really good music coming out from him. Really cool videos and stuff. Been working hard. Astro yeah, trap. I'd, I'd say him. Astral trap. Astral trap. Okay, awesome. Uh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, dope person. Man. Nathan, what about you, man? Favorite Northwest or Seattle band, or or artist, or Tacoma, or any any part of the Northwest? Favorite music from? Yeah. The oh man, that's so tough. There's so much good stuff, mm-hmm. but um, man, I don't know. I think. I think definitely like my favorite record of like the grunge era is that, that, uh, one temple of the dog album. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's like, that's like my favorite. Mm -hmm. But besides that, I mean, I love like modest mouse and Nirvana and all like Mm -hmm. the K record stuff. Nice. Right on man. And Eli, what about you? Uh, like Nirvana. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> them too. Dude, Boy, come on. Man, you should have said Malcolm Moore. Well, no, Aramis said Malcolm Moore before okay. this, remember? You blew it. <laughs> uh, all right, so what are what are your goals? You know, obviously, nobody can tour right now, but the world's starting to open up a little bit more. People getting more vaccinated and whatnot, and it, things are looking more positive. Uh, what are your guys' uh, goals once the, the record is released? We want to play shows really mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. I don't know if you know, but we've never played a show together. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm, that's cool that you brought that up. So you've never actually played a show together. Never have I ever played and sang my guitar with these guys outside of the Skylar Daniels room for the most part. So, yeah, we've never played a show. So, yeah, we want to play a show. Yeah. Go on tour. Mm-hmm. Make a record. Um, yeah, you guys can take it from there. I had no idea you guys didn't play, haven't even played a show to yet. That's wild that, you know, you guys, uh, you know, have put out a record now or putting out a record and, you know, you've had all this time. It really makes you realize how long this goddamn pandemic has been. 
Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's yeah, I wrote all the songs on the EP during like the pandemic. And, and yeah, everything's yeah. come together during the pandemic. We're definitely a post. I would like to say we're a post-COVID band, even though it's still going on. You've heard post-hardcore. These guys are post-COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping to be big bang band post-COVID. Nice. Anyone else want to hop in with goals or, um, you know, main, uh, ideas for what they want from, you know, the band and whatnot, uh, once the album's released to be the biggest band in the world. There you go. I mean, might as well reach for the yeah. stars. I'm trying to manifest Enumclaw two nights sold out at the stadium bowl in Tacoma. That would be sick. Yeah. I think it's like, about 30,000 people two nights. All right. So, um, why not? First shows. Yeah, yeah right. that's First the plan. Show. What was that, Daniel? Sorry. No, I was agreeing. I feel, I feel that. I mean, I just want to, I guess, make good music with the bands. Uh, yeah. and really, I'm looking forward to the criticism. I'm looking forward to hearing people, uh, what people really think. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, I want to get better. So, I want to actually, I'm looking forward to hearing like what the people actually who are consuming our music, think about our music. Man. I'm looking forward to spreading it as far as we can and getting that, getting that reciprocation, getting that gratification back. Hell yeah. So, uh, we're going to go into another song here, but, uh, before I let you guys go, um, what's the best way to support you guys? Um, obviously you can, you know, purchase the album Jimbo Dembo coming out April 30th. It's uh, this week, actually youth riot records. You can purchase it and uh, you get the album, but is there any other way to support you guys? Yeah. If you um, buy the album on Bandcamp, that money goes directly to us. And if oh, yeah. you just follow us and um, pay attention and like save the records on Spotify and follow us on the internet and all that stuff helps and helps the algorithm out. And so we're Enum Claw online across all social platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and yeah, and on Bandcamp too. That's the main way is on Bandcamp. On TikTok. Is Eli the guy who handles your TikTok since he's a young one? Yes, he is actually. Nice. He's doing the TikTok dances up. with the Geico gecko. <laughs> Dude, I honestly don't know why I have to say. Like, I've been trying Enum to Claw think about dance why challenge. <laughs> we need the Enum Claw dance challenge. All right, guys. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for talking. Uh, we're going to go into Free Drop Billy. Uh, the, again, this is from Jimbo Demo coming out April 30th. Pick that up on their band camp, Youth Riot Records from Tacoma. Thank you, guys. And uh, any words about uh, this song? This is an anti-loser anthem. It's about, you know, being being the best you can be and not wanting to be a loser. And so I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Hell, yeah. The, the guitars are cool. 